Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Nice, Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Uh, the coach with his job on the line at ZFM Stereo FC has changed the formation. He's gone with a two-pronged attack, trying to see if he can get goals. Mike Madoda, <laughs> Barry Manandi in the studio, and that's it. Sean Tafirenko were pulling the strings in midfield, trying to get the supply lines open. But let's see how this goes. Should be a good one. On the home front today, the debate about the quality of football in Zimbabwe has been reignited after former Dynamo's captain Murape Murape critiqued the game's falling standards as poor attendance rocked the big match between Giants, Dynamos and Highlanders at the National Sports Stadium. In our Formula 1 report, proudly brought to you by Zimoko, Max Verstappen is enjoying the most dominant of Formula 1 seasons. But Red team boss Christian Horner reckons the double world champion still deserves more recognition. In Around the World in 60, we have updates from Australia, New Zealand and the United States. In the beautiful game, kickoff is on the continent where the Amakosi were of course a victorious in the Soweto derby and their former star Patrick Mayo believes that Kaiser Chiefs victory over Pirates saved Athazwane's job. Being a Tuesday, we'll head to France where lawns are emerging as the only challenges to PSG's dominance in Ligue 1 as they are five points behind the league leaders following the impressive win over Toulouse which maintained their 100% unbeaten run at home and with everything still to play for on a tantalising final match day in Group D, Marseille and Tottenham Hotspur do battle at the Orange Velodrome tonight still vying for spots in the Champions League knockout round how is it, guys? Elvis, WPF. This is the bomb. All Africa heavyweight champion two-time. Uh, you are listening to ZFM Sports. Quick question to everybody out there. Not when did you have your first kiss, but... <laughs> Why, why aren't you coming to stadiums? Why are you staying away from stadiums? 0731 uh, the, the crowd at the, the Battle of Zimbabwe was pitiful. And we want to know why. That's what I'm we're discussing. I'm surprised you called it a crowd. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a few people. Yeah. 0731-168-045. That's on the WhatsApp number. Uh, send us your WhatsApps. We'll read them as we are discussing uh, that hot button issue. Is football in Zimbabwe dead or can we resurrect it? Is it just in ICU? That'll be straight after a local sports news roundup. Here's Mike. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. 
Uh, the bell rings with a boxing where World Boxing Council interim super bantamweight champion Kudakwasha Take Manishi Wandire has commenced her individual training sessions as she prepares for the WBC super bantamweight main title a fight against Mexican Yimelef Mercado. The fight will be staged in February next year at a yet-to-be-announced date and venue. In rugby news, Zimbabwe National Sevens rugby captain Kudzai Mashawi has announced his retirement from international rugby. The 29-year-old Harare Sports Club utility player recently led the Cheetahs at the Rugby World Cup Sevens in Cape Town last month. Mashawi made his Sevens debut in 2018 after switching from the 15s format where he also played for the Sables under former coach Peter De Villiers. And we wrap it up with Nepal news where the Zimbabwe senior netball team is targeting a top four finish at the upcoming 2023 Netball World Cup which will be staged in Cape Town next year. Zimbabwe Netball Association President Leticia Chipandu made the target decla- declaration at a press conference saying the Gems needs to aim higher after realising the potential at the 2019 Netball World Cup in England where they finished eighth. The Castle Lager Premier Soccer League Report on ZFM Sport. Alright, remember that WhatsApp number 0731-168-045. Right, we're talking about uh, the crowds at domestic football matches, in particular at the Battle of Zimbabwe. Now, debate about the quality of football in Zimbabwe has been reignited after former Dynamo's captain Murabe Murabe critiqued the game's falling standards as poor attendance rocked the big match between Giants, Dynamo's and Highlanders at the National Sports Stadium. The vast, empty, grey concrete seat. uh, seats. Seats? Uh, <laughs> concrete slab. <laughs> dominated the terraces yes they dominated the backdrop of this acclaimed battle of Zimbabwe at the Giant Stadium on Sunday as the game failed to live up to its hype uh, for the umpteenth time now UK based analyst and friend of the show Makumbarero Mako Gold Mutimkulu uh, argues that the poor attendance boils down to leadership or the lack thereof indeed there's no escaping the fact that our game is struggling to breathe is struggling to trend in a world where trending is all that matters. When your big game, when your battle of Zimbabwe attracts a paltry crowd, then you know that you are in a mess. And what do you need when you are in a mess? You need a calm mind, you need leadership, you need to face the issues. Where does this problem play out? It plays out at the top level. This is where we look and say, look, our game is not vibrant. Why is it not vibrant? Admittedly, yes, the economy plays a part. The pandemic played a part. And also the lack of quality plays a part. But do the numbers that come to watch the game a reflection of how bad or good a league is not really for me it boils down to leadership or lack thereof are you aware that there are products in this world whose marketing message starts with a warning this product is harmful to your health when that sentence is done, what follows is an all-out attack to charm you. This league, our football, is not as horrible as the numbers suggest. I just feel that the leaders that we have, they look at issues and use them as excuses. 
We emerged from the lockdown with two distinct leagues that I would want you to draw comparison on. The Northern Region Division One emerged from the lockdown stronger, fashionable with the Razmatas. The Premier Soccer League came out looking like it had gone through wars, like it needed a bath, sanitizing, shampoo and everything. What is it that the Northern Region did during the lockdown that the Premier Soccer League did not do was to plan for life after the lockdown. Because what Martin Quez and his crew did in the Northern Region was to come out and say, this is our plan and this is how we're going to go about it. When the Premier Soccer League retained, top flight action retained, the first announcement from the Premier Soccer League was, we are back. And the news, cheapest ticket is $20. 20 United States dollars to watch a local game. You had transport and the games were for Dynamos, they were the Bauba playing the Chibuku Super Cup. You are placing this price tag on fans who had gotten used to living their life without the local game. You should have gone back to them and charmed them and reminded them of what they were missing. But with a ticket of 20 bucks, all you did was to say, the fans looked at you and said, like, oh, life was going on without you. We don't even have the 20 quid to spare to come and watch you. And this is where we are. I just feel that we need leadership. We need to take this game by the scruff of its neck and push it on the people. Make it trend. We've got products that go hand in hand. Beer and football that go hand in hand. So let your marketing be strong. Let it take the people who drink and also love football. But also, the clubs need to appreciate that fans pay their way to be entertained. When we have a league where the coach of the biggest, one of the biggest teams says passing is overrated mate and you expect me to come and watch entertain us show us that you want to play, give us value for money and that is lacking at the minute, how do we do that let's start to encourage play, let's start to celebrate skill let's start to celebrate good goals and make noise about it the days of teams winning and just struggling their way to results are gone because people want to be entertained. See. Uh, Marco Gold there with absolute solid gold. That's why he's a friend of the show talking about the fact that there are very varied reasons why uh, individual supporters, fans are not coming to stadiums. He pointed out that the economy plays a part, yep. COVID plays a part, mm-hmm. as well as entertainment, which is the final point. Um, I want to I wanna sort of distill that into one thing. He talked about marketing at length. Yeah. What comes first, Michael? The product... Or marketing. No, I think you, you've got to develop the product uh, before you market it. You can't market uh, something that doesn't exist. Uh, and so I think, you, listen, uh, I'll put it this way. You can't, in the context of Zimbabwe football, try and pass off a Toyota Wish. Now, this is all due respect to everyone who's dri- driving a Toyota <laughs> to Wish the out wish there. Drivers. Yeah, you, you can't try and, uh, and sell off a Toyota Wish and pass it off as a Mercedes-Benz. Right, it's right, not. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so marketing cannot go and slap on some lipstick on a pig. Right. It still remains a pig. A pig right. We've got to work on the entertainment value, Barry. The, the biggest marketing ploy 
for any sport in the world is to provide entertainment value. How does that happen? Yes, there are the bells and whistle when we talk about match day experiences, when we talk about things that happen in and around the football pitch. But ultimately, the most important thing, the best advert, the most important advert for the sport is what happens over the course of 90 minutes split into two halves and played by 22 players, 11 either side, the substitutes and the two men that are calling the shots on the sidelines. That is what the fans are ultimately paying for when they enter into a stadium. And right now, when we take a look at what's on show in Zimbabwe, and yes, of course, a lot of focus will be on the Zimbabwe derby, uh, to call it by another name, the battle for Zimbabwe that happened Mm. between uh, Dynamos and Highlanders. But it's not just that game. There have been other games. If anyone has bothered to go to the National Sports Stadium and the different stadia around the country, a lot of people have been complaining about the poor quality of matches and the lack of entertainment. So I think now the debate has been amplified because it's finally happened right. in what was supposed to be the biggest game of the season. Of the season, yeah. And that biggest game of the season, in truth, I'm sort of like trying to think, did the Golden Eagles Simba game the cup final yeah. have more fans uh, yeah, did the Golden Eagles uh, Simba game that was at Ellis Robbins have more fans than the Zimbabwe Derby possibly. quite possibly yeah. and that is a shocking indictment yeah. uh, on the on the Premier Soccer on, League on, on the domestic game and, and uh, okay so when you talk product what is the product the product is the what, game in, is it's your, football right it's, it's football, football. But, but in but your view in your view fine because we need to be absolutely uh, granular in terms of defining this because we continue to say and we get uh, fleeting statements from people saying about and things like that we've got to then go down to its most minute element and say what is it that people are looking for what what is entertainment Barry sport is part of the entertainment business yes that's what it is ultimately so people are paying to be entertained okay that's what they want to be so when they go to stadiums and they're not entertained when there are no goals when there's no action to talk about there's no breathtaking sequence of action Mm. then they're not entertained and what they do invariably they look for their entertainment elsewhere and begin to invest in those areas okay people talk about the economy so tell me we have on the very same weekend I believe mm. okay there was an event I think that was happening uh, somewhere there was a, a cook-off that was happening in town mm. in Harare mm, mm, mm. that was uh, happening and the I think, battle of Zimbabwe yeah. a, a, and, and they were charging five dollars right right it was packed yeah there was parking that was stretching all the way to Kensington and right. so forth. I think this was the previous week, uh, weekend, wasn't it? Right. Uh, yeah. that, the, the, that happened at Alex Sports Club. Yes, yes, yes. You couldn't get parking for love or for money anywhere between sort of like uh, Prince Edward School yeah. and Kensington. Yeah. Alex Sports Club well, was we, jam-packed. We, we wait, wait, Barry. Yeah. And people were paying five bucks yes. to be part of that experience. Yeah. So the notion that Vanavana Mari falls away. Yeah. No. People will sacrifice, Barry, if there's entertainment if value yes, yes. and if they feel that they'll get value. The Soweto Derby, which was played mm. the same weekend, mm-hmm. a day before mm. our game between Highlanders and Dynamos, is not patronized by, ju- by just the wealthy no. in South Africa. No, no, no. In fact, it is largely patronized by people who are actually of lesser means. Yes, yes. Who are, are, are most of them coming out of Soweto. But what do they do? They sacrifice to make sure that, you know what, when the Derby rolls round, yeah. we are going to be there to back Pirates, to back Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. And now we hear that the uh, cup final, the uh, what's that? Uh, the, the MTN8. MTN8 uh, the sold out. 
at Moses uh, Mabida yeah. Stadium in two days. Yeah. And, and that's, that's featuring Amazulu and, and, and Amazulu. Yeah. And so, why? Because you know what? They know that the style of football that Pirates plays, mm-hmm. the style of football that Amazulu has been playing, yeah. very refreshing. Right. They are bound to what? To get a lot of entertainment. And when you take a look at that game, as we saw in this past game, you will see sundown supporters who will yeah. be there in the crowd uh, during the Soweto Chiefs. Derby. Um, why? Yeah. Because they are guaranteed mm. entertainment. entertainment. Sport is the entertainment business. You, 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 you pointed out about the, I think it was the Castle Bride Day. Um, yeah. the, the, the week before Week before that, we had Freeman launching an album. We had uh, the Jacaranda Festival. Money is going into those uh, uh, exploits. Burner Boy came. Everyone for money. Chims, everybody chimsed about the Burner Boy Pride. But it was but they showed up to the raft. Yeah. So it's, I think that the economic argument uh, falls flat. Falls flat. Um, when you then look at the how, how, how are fans filling up a Harare Sports Club? Yes. How are they filling uh, Belgravia? Why? Are they because filling, the Chevrons uh, are managing to entertain. To entertain. So where does it start and end? Because a coach will tell you, here's the argument. I want to keep my job. And to keep my job, I've got to stay within touching it, it distance. It then goes, of, of, uh, the leadership of the, of the club, Barry, it goes a lot beyond the coach. Mm. The coach does not decide the direction that the club takes. Sure. Uh, and uh, this might has, uh, come as a shock mm. uh, to, to some Zimbabweans, but no. <laughs> the, the DNA of the club uh, and the direction that a club takes is in the, in the hands of its custodians. Yeah. Those that own it. Those that run the club from an administrative level because coaches come and coaches go. Klopp will have a different philosophy to Mourinho. Mourinho has got a different philosophy to Pep Guardiola. And therefore, you can't just be taking any coach you want. You've got to take a coach that fits the philosophy that has been predefined by the leadership and the ownership of the club. So in this case, clubs should be there to say, you know what, sorry, you can't be talking about Dynamos is not a, a, a passing club. We've got a responsibility ability to entertain as the biggest and most successful team in so the in country. Your view, he should have been sacked straight after that, that To be honest, for me, if <clears throat> I was uh, part of the leadership, the chairman, uh, I think, I would have been calling for a board meeting yeah. to say, you know what, guys, I don't think this coach really understands what the who club is all about, mm. who we are. You know what? If it's about your job, that means you're placing your interests above the interests of the club. Yeah. It's not about you. It's about Dynamo's football is. club. Yeah. It's about Highlanders football club. It's about Caps United football club. It's high time now we started to put the clubs first, the game first, the fans first. The, the, it's a, it's a Sounded like I'm at a political rally. You certainly, you, you know, you, inspi- for me. you inspired me. I'll tell you what. <laughs> the thing is that it's such a layered discussion and we're going to continue it in the fan zone. Uh, because there is the uh, the school of thought and argument that talks about the fact that sometimes when you want to entertain, you're not going to achieve the objectives, and therefore the club can sack you anyway. So clubs should then be patient, and also and it goes everywhere. Murape Murape uh, said on his Facebook post, "Play entertaining, good football, and people will come to the stadiums here, in here. thousands here, to here. support their respective." Teams, what are your thoughts on that? Zero seven three one one six eight zero four five. That's a discussion that we're having, and we're going to continue it uh, during the fan zone, reading out your messages, and we'll also contribute with our opinions. And don't forget that the Soweto Derby, the ticket price was seventy rand, which is three dollars eighty one USD. That means that the price was almost the same, identical to the battle battle of Zimbabwe. Yet we failed to attract uh, the crowd that we wanted. Let's go to Azamoko. 
Formula One report, and then we'll dive into Round the World in 60. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One report. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Formula One report brought to you by Zamoko. Now, when the elegant Mercedes-Benz E-Class, my favourite, doesn't offer mm. enough excitement, the AMG-tuned E53 fills the void with increased performance and uh, agia uh, styling. A classy, whether you're in business suit or a sports outfit, a unique grille and exclusive exterior details help separate its sedan styling from other executive sports models on the market. Equipped with a 429 brake horsepower, turbocharged six-cylinder powertrain and standard all-wheel drive, which delivers all-weather traction and zealous acceleration on the driver's demand. Every E53 AMG model maintains Mercedes, a luxury pedigree with an eye-catching cabin that boasts cutting edge technology and upscale materials. Now, what sets the E53 AMG apart are performance-styled front and rear ends, the signature AMG steering wheel design, an enhanced infotainment system, the latest driver assists, and an updated powertrain from previous models. Stay tuned for more. Z. It will be interesting to hear what Mike's preference is, the front or the rear end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into our Formula 1. Do you want us to go into that, Baz? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Let's go to our Formula One news now. Max Verstappen is enjoying the most dominant of Formula One seasons. Uh, but Red Bull team boss Christian Horner reckons the double world champion still deserves more recognition. The 25-year-old took a record 14th win of the season in Mexico City on Sunday and has now scored more points in a single campaign than anyone ever, breaking Lewis Hamilton's 2019 record of 413. Uh, let's hear from Christian Horner. I think he's just raised it to another level. He's raised the bar so high this year. You know, he's been absolutely phenomenal throughout the season. And to have won, you know, the, the broken that record now of 14 victories. 14 victories, you know, is insane in the amount of races. He's still with two to go. Um, plus two sprint races wins the victories on top of that. Um, you know, he's been absolutely outstanding. And I think... Uh, you know, he did, deserves all the plaudits that, that are coming his way. And, and a drive like today demonstrated, again, the maturity, uh, the ability that he has to read a race, to look after the tyres and, uh, you know, control a race in a very convincing manner. You know what? Uh, Red Bull has created a ridiculously good car uh, for a ridiculously good driver. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're turning uh, Formula One into the Bundesliga, isn't it? It's, <laughs> really it's, 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 it's like Bayern Munich. Yeah. You know, Bayern Munich is going to have a few slip-ups now and again. They'll yeah. lose the odd match here and there. They'll draw matches. You know, there might be the, the odd upset now and again. But ultimately, you know that over the course of 34 games played in the Bundesliga, uh, the, the Bavarians will always <laughs> finish on top like they have over the past decade. Yeah. Uh, and this season, I think it's been 
embarrassingly easy for Red Bull, especially yeah. Max Verstappen. It has been like that. I yeah, mean, he's been so dominant. A- Any time he's sort of like within uh, the top five with maybe uh, 20 laps to go, you know he's certainly going to catch everyone yeah. uh, and he's going to finish first in that race. Uh, the only thing that could have worked against Max this season is Max himself. Max himself. If yeah. he had made mistakes, if they had got strategy wrong, but we have seen Red Bull improve as far as the vehicle efficiency is concerned and also improve as far as the strategy is concerned. So they've made very few mistakes and they've got arguably the best driver right now mm-hmm. uh, in Formula One. And so it, it looks like it's, it's a winning combination and the other teams are going to have to, uh, listen, pull a rabbit out of the hat yeah. uh, if they're going to be challenging next season. Otherwise, it may be yet another procession again. Yeah, it could be a real struggle. At 25 years old, hard to say of him. But would you say Max has matured? I think he's matured. I think he's been very different uh, from the Max that we saw uh, last season. Admittedly, that was under more pressurized uh, circumstances mm. as he went head-head uh, with Lewis Hamilton. Uh, but he's sort of like cut down on the mistakes. He's sort of like cut down on the uh, over-aggression output yeah, that yeah. we saw in previous seasons where he would try things. It was almost petulant, wasn't it? I said, what, he, what the hell is he doing? Yeah. Uh, but now I think he's become measured and it's also a function of age. People mature, Barry, yeah. as they get older. Let's not forget there's a young man. He stormed into Formula 1 when he was a wee nipper. Mm. Uh, and now he's maturing into the sport. He's a world champion. And obviously he's got people talking to him, uh, guiding him. And Red Bull realizing that, you know what? We've got a guy here who can dominate the sport as much as Michael Schumacher yep. did with Ferrari and Lewis Hamilton did with Mercedes. Yeah. They want to put a marker down. They can lay a marker down with um, with Max Verstappen. Yeah, well, the previous points record <clears throat> in Formula 1, 2019, Lewis Hamilton, 413 points. Uh, Max I think Verstappen it'll hurt Lewis nice Hamilton, this it's, one. It's burning. It's uh, burning. And also, I think uh, there might be a bit of inspiration for Max to deny Lewis Hamilton any victory yeah. this season. Yeah. You know, it, He's it, done it twice yeah. so far in the American Grand Prix yeah. and now in, in Mexico I, City. I think that's so. going to be a target because yeah. everything is done now. Uh, Max Verstappen is now thinking, you know what? Let me just make sure that, you know what? This is his uh, first yeah, season yeah, where he doesn't yeah, win a race. Exactly. Let me make sure that he doesn't win a yeah. race. Let me make sure that we get into next season with me having a psychological edge yeah. over this guy. That's yeah, really rubbing his nose in it as uh, Max Verstappen on Lewis Hamilton because he's now sitting on 416 points. The season is not over. He's already world champion, as you heard. He's already won 14 races, another record. Uh, so he's sitting atop the tree. In second is uh, his teammate at Red Bull's Checo Perez, uh, who's sitting on two. 280 points. Charles Leclerc of Ferrari is in third on 275. George Russell of Mercedes is in fourth on 231. And Lewis Hamilton now in fifth on 216. Constructor standings. Red Bull Racing are already the champions. They got 696 points. Way ahead of Ferrari who are on 40, 487. And then third, Mercedes. Alpine Renault is in fourth actually. Ahead of McLaren. McLaren, lots of things expected of them this season. They haven't performed to the right level. They were supposed to be the best of the rest uh, but aren't they're sitting in fifth position on 146 the next race is sao paulo grand prix that's next sunday z Right, uh, let's uh, carry on talking about uh, Mercedes-Benz and of course, uh, let's talk about uh, the engine technology. Uh, It's all German pedigree. A turbocharged 3-litre inline 6-cylinder engine with a 48-volt hybrid system paired with a 9-speed automatic transmission and 4-matic all-wheel drive. Barry, does that tug at you? You're you're an E-class guy. Would you ordinarily pick the E-class over the S? 
yes. Uh, yes. Any day of the week. Any, any day, day of the week. Of the, any day of the week. I'm an E-class guy. Um, I'm. Uh, that's why it's the 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 GLE for me uh, in terms of the. Um, I'll tell you guys. When, when I first met Barry, I mean, uh, he he used to drive an E-class. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the blue one. Yeah. <laughs> my story. My story. Yeah. Yes. And I thought, oh, my goodness, God. this arrogant. Ah. Right. <laughs> ทุกคําสารเราสงสัยโอ้ม่ายก๊อดม่ายสตอรี่เพราะยูโนวัตเอ็ดเอ็ดเอ็ดเอ็ดเอ็ดเอ็ดเอ็ดเอ็ดเอ
right, let's go to those messages. Tonde Wexane marries Kumusham Kuruch Tungwiza. Hans Ferrari and Mercedes strategists need to walk the plank in the off-season. Hans Vano Makisa, glad Mercedes is improving. We can finish second on the constructors. Fingers crossed. Mattia Binotto, I think, is going to be gone uh, in the yeah. in the off-season. Yeah. I think he's going to leave Ferrari. Uh, and then Ferrari, I think, has got a better car than their position. Than the, uh, yeah, than their, their position uh, reflects. Uh, and then I think Toto Wolf will, will make some changes, but he will he himself uh, will remain there. So I think those are the changes that we can expect, and they're likely to change for the better. But uh, Red Bull still has the best aerodynamist in the game, so that's that that's that's always going to be a struggle. All right, a message coming from Wasley in Bulawayo. Good evening to you, Kontuto. Is it only the derbies we are worried about when it comes to numbers? Bosa games are almost full, but they don't play that exciting game. Can we say people don't love their teams physically like they used to, and uh, that those uh, that go there are going there for the love of soccer atmosphere? At Bosa games, you'll find children as young as nine years being there, so we can say that fans are doing their indoctrination for more young fans. Uh, so, yes, Highlanders has been an anomaly, but I also believe that the profile of uh, a Highlanders fan is really different uh, from the profile of a lot of uh, fans of, of the other clubs. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. Why? Because I think uh, Highlanders is about identity. Yes. Uh, Highlanders is the pride piece of a people. Of a people, yes. Yeah, and a region. Uh, yes. And therefore, it's almost like a Barcelona, Barcelona and Catalonia yes. Yes. Uh, athletic, athletic uh, club, yeah. club in, in, in Bilbao. Bilbao yeah. they rep- they're emblematic of a people. Of a people. And so. therefore, people grow up being Highlanders, Highlanders fans. Yes. And uh, you just grow into that system. And so consequently, it's not hard to... And I say this with respect. It's a, it's a little bit... Let me say, put it the, the other way. It's a little bit easier to fill up barber fields for uh, Highlanders than it is for Dynamos to fill up Rufaro. Uh, because Rufaro, people are making a decision to say, I want to... But... Highland is like the national team yes. of the region. Let's go support our so team. Let's go support it our team. Team years were long. Yes, you that, see. So, exactly. so there, there is a pride that comes with supporting Highlanders in Bulawayo. That, and, and to be honest, uh, for me, Highlanders is a marketer's dream. Absolutely, it's a market. If I was a marketer, 100%. my goodness, that brand would be that brand would be flying. You, you know who? Because it's the easiest to sell. You know who got it got it right? Um, I I don't even know if the brand is still existent, but uh, Ingweb when mm. they partnered with Highlanders, yes, that was a match made in heaven. Only traditional brand. Be- That's it, mate. mate. <laughs> it's a match made in it heaven. Writes itself. It was a match made in heaven. So so I think it, it uh, uh, Highlanders is a little bit different. Let's put them to one side. Albeit that. Islanders, let's let's be fair, is playing exciting football at Barber Fields. They are certainly becoming uh, going on the right direction in terms of their entertainment factor. All right, as people are focused on EPL and La Liga, those are important games than our local league. That's Valentine and Blues. Again, I'll use myself as an example. There was a time that I would quite easily sacrifice Liverpool games, Barcelona yes, games, yes. Juventus games. Borussia Dortmund games if Islanders was in town. Yeah, it yeah. was a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nowadays, not so much. Yeah. Uh, look, I will, I will onboard the counter-attraction argument, but it's also because we haven't given a compelling reason for fans to follow their respective teams. I, I, I think that if you love and, and enjoy, you believe you're going to be entertained by going
going to watch a Dynamo's game, you'll forego the English Premier League and go to the stadium. And the guys, Bora Muno, Ragafira, Pa Dynamo's Caps and Islanders, Dipo Paivene, Heartbeat, Bora Ipapo, Gwenzi, in Guero. I also think he makes a fine point that the three traditional big boys that command, I would say, in terms of support, perhaps 80% yes. of football supporters in the country, yes. their struggles mean that there is a hugely, a hugely subdued fan base out there. Agreed. That's not particularly enjoyed their football Agreed. because of the dominance of teams like FC Platinum, who are the new big boys yes. as far as on-field performances are concerned. Agreed. I'm going to agree insofar as the blue and the green, but on the black and white, I'm going to put them to one side because they are doing well in terms of stadium attendances. Uh, Dynamos and Caps, certainly. Now, if FC Platinum was a Harare team, I'll tell you now, FC Platinum will probably have the biggest fan base by now. Uh, they don't because they're out in Rishane and they haven't really made an active attempt to woo fans. You're right. Uh, Eri, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. Uh, you're out in Blauayo. It says, good evening. We're getting lots of messages from Blues, eh? Blues, eh? Uh, <laughs> good evening, team. It all comes down to the product. The product that PSL is giving out is not marketable. And the men and women in our towns can't sacrifice a scarce dollar for it. Music shows are filling up every weekend in the same economy. We need a total reset. All the undertakers are just waiting to bury our football. We can't say that our football is dead. There are green shoots. Uh, I think that FC Platinum is a, is a, is a green shoot. Uh, but, but again, Barry, you also have to ask, how come they've struggled to grow their fan base in Zishamane? Because by now, surely with the sustained success that FC Platinum has enjoyed, they should be filling up Mandava at a bare minimum. Yeah. I, I don't think that they've, they've actively gone out and been a part of the people. I think they've uh, remained a little bit lofty, um, a little bit high up there, uh, rather than coming down to the people and saying, you know what, we're part of you. We, we are, are part, part of you. Of we're part of you. We, 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 we are here. We're not We're not here to turn our noses up at Shabani Mine uh, if Shabani, If Shabani resurrects today, mm. uh, Shabani will have uh, command bigger crowds. Uh, in and, uh, and, and, and that's a, unfortunate for a, a team that's enjoying success. Uh, just one more message here. Again from Bulawayo. This is Tlantla Maseko. Says, hi, ZFM Sports Team. Thank you, guys. You're 100% correct. Zim football is boring. I miss Highlanders road shows. Gone are the days when they were playing good football. The days of Des. Dalio Capena and company BF Stadium was always full. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. The beating drum. Fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on CFM Sport. Let's dive into Mzansi, where's Kaiser Chief star Patrick Mayo believes Amakos' victory over Pirates saved Arthur Zwane's job as Yusuf Mart's outrageous goal helped Chiefs edge Pirates 1-0 at FNB Stadium to claim the Soweto Derby bragging rights. What a goal it was and a fitting winner. Now let's get the thoughts of Kaiser Chiefs coach Arthur Zwane. But, uh, if we can be clinical, we can, we can, we can, we can, we can touch a lot of teams. And uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, tactically, I think uh, we planned very well. Uh, the, the guys went in there and executed the plan. You know, I must give the credit to them, but I must also give credit to Orlando Pirates. 
you know, by not allowing us time, you know, and space uh, on the ball at some point. But we always knew that uh, as long as they're going to play high line, we're going to catch them at some point. See. Barry, you reckon that his job was on the line? I think so. Um, I think that the the uh, hierarchy at uh, Kaiser Chiefs, of course, the Motaung family, uh, Kaiser Junior, of course, running pull, running play there, and Bobby, his brother, uh, they were growing a little bit impatient mm. with uh, Arthur Zwani. Uh, and a, a win in a derby like this always buys you a bit of capital. I mean, I think it's, it's, he's it's got difficult to fire a man after you've just uh, beaten Orlando Pirates in the Soweto mm. derby. No chance. Uh, so at the very least, I think he he earns himself maybe another maybe. Uh, 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 stay in the job until at least the World Cup break. Yeah, I think so. I think that's that he's got at least that. Um, and the challenge he has is that now with uh, Kaiser Junior as the uh, sporting director, Kaiser Junior understands the game a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so more modern. He's being yeah. He's Knows how modern. Works. He's be, he's being judged now not on results alone mm. but performances. Style. And for me, Jagarambo Nandiraya. Jagarambo Nandiraya. We're not a passer. Let me tell you someone who's lost their job though, yeah. and uh, that is Kaitano Tembo. Yeah. Uh, he was, of course, the, the coach at uh, DSTV Premiership side, Sekokude United, and he was sacked today. He had been skating, admittedly, Barry, on thin ice for, for a few months <laughs> yeah. after a string of poor results. Yeah, he had. Um, and also, I think what saved his job was that result against Orlando Pirates, <laughs> which I think was his last win. So uh, that gave him a bit of a, a lease of life, but the results just wouldn't come. And I think this one, everyone saw coming their bottom of the league. It needed to be done. Neymar, Mbappe, Kadewele, and now the king of them all. Enjoy the taste of French football on ZFM Sport. On Tuesdays, uh, we like to keep you updated with what's happening in France and Lons are emerging as the only challengers to PSG's dominance in Ligue 1 as they are five points behind the league leaders following the impressive win over Toulouse, which uh, maintained uh, the 100% unbeaten run at home. It seemed, Barry, that, uh, listen, just barely three, four weeks ago, we were talking about Marseille uh, as possibly uh, a team that has sort of like uh, worked their way back to the top uh, of the tree as far as French football is concerned they've fallen away badly and look like the Lons are the ones that may be able to at least just uh, hang on to the coattails of PSG and even then I mean we're, we're, we're celebrating uh, five points uh, five, five points so it, you can see we're clutching uh, it's, it's a reach um, I think PSG is very dominant in, in France and in truth if you look at the squad makeup you look at the, the just the Messi, financial Mbappe, Neymar guys, but let's talk Lons Barry who are yeah. some of the players that are sort of like uh, uh, are, are responsible for this, uh, you know, solid performance, solid start to the season that they've had. Because you know what, Lons is not a team that a lot of people would have been talking about if they were doing build-ups to the season in France. Uh, well, I mean, look, I'm glad you used the word solid because I think it's on the basis of a very solid defence that they are performing in this fashion. You look at their goalkeeper Bryce Samba; uh, he's only conceded two goals since September. Uh, so you, that sort of form means you're going to have a nice plan. He's probably got a, a very good defence as well. Yeah, he does. Because you know? <laughs> that, that's impressive. 100%. Uh, Florian. 
Julian Sotoka uh, of course he's tied for fifth uh, in goals in Liga uh, that's alongside Lionel Messi and uh, Eli Wahi uh, with six and then captain Seko Fofana uh, those sort of players have been the bedrock upon which uh, Frank Heisek has built his team and has uh, uh, now gotten within five points of Paris Saint-Germain hopefully he can hang on and of course uh, their ultimate ambition will be to stay in the Champions League places and perhaps take part in what is the biggest club competition in the world. That's coming up next here on ZFM Sport. <laughs> ZFM Stereo is untouchable. Tonight's action in the UEFA Champions League. Uh, there is Group A action, but let me tell you about Group B because there are two matches that are currently on right now. Bayer Leverkusen versus uh, Club Brugge of uh, Belgium and uh, Porto of Portugal uh, taking on Atletico Madrid. Those games are currently on at the moment. And of course, we'll give you uh, a quick update. Uh, they are just uh, probably, I think, about 10 minutes in or something like that. Uh, but uh, those two d- games are currently underway. But Group A action, we'll see Liverpool take on Napoli, Rangers versus Ajax. Group C, Bayern Munich versus Internationale. Victoria Pilsen versus Barcelona, who have opted to rest Robert Lewandowski. Group D action sees Marseille take on Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, Sporting Club of, of Portugal take on Eintracht Frankfurt. This was one of the clubs, uh, one of the groups, very Group D, that we pinpointed as the group of a death yeah. and uh, it looks like it's turned out that way because any one of the four teams can still qualify mm. for the knockout stages of the Champions League and of course we'll be keeping a keen eye on Marseille and Tottenham Hotspur who will be doing battle at the Orange Velodrome tonight and of course uh, we're now going to hear from the former Arsenal attacker, former Man United attacker, <laughs> former Barcelona attacker, former Inter Milan attacker, former Udinese attacker, Alexis Sanchez. Creo que sí, creo que el momento que estamos ahora y pasar. We of course want to progress. We're working together to do so. I'm here to be victorious with this team. So that's a great motivation for me and the rest of the team. And playing tomorrow in front of the fans, that, that pushes us on. Oh, we're going to have to start off with a little apologies, then, Barry. Because, yes, we, uh, <laughs> we had moved we, our clocks. We may have thrown. Uh, there may have been a few wrestling matches for the remote controls yes. at home because we're telling <laughs> people that started. matches have started. No, they haven't because no. uh, they've. Uh, the time has changed. They're it? kicking off in about three minutes. Yeah. Uh, in, in actual fact, because remember, there's uh, daylight saving, so now it's an extra hour. So games no, no, will kick no, off at it, ten. Is, is, no, no, I think they're kicking off at eight now. They're kicking off at eight. Seven forty-five. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so seven forty-five and then uh, ten o'clock. So it's going to be a bit later on. Yeah, a bit uh, later on. Yeah. Start, yeah. That's it. Uh, okay, let's talk Spurs and talk Marseille. I think it's a Marseille side that's not in great form. So no. Spurs, you've got to fancy them in this game, especially with Harry Kane. I mean, listen, he's in bang, red-hot form. And uh, Spurs have got a knack of uh, being awarded penalties, don't they? They, they do. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a knack of uh, being awarded penalties. And it's penalties that they need, unfortunately. Because for me, yes, Marseille is not looking great, but Tottenham themselves are not looking great. They're looking like uh, they're a bit brittle, um, especially when they go behind. Uh, yes, they had a comeback victory over the weekend. But I think that 
there's something that needs to be fixed and Antonio Conte needs to fix it. And quickly. as we wrap it up, Barry, very quickly, let's talk about Liverpool. They're taking on Napoli. I think that's Good the pick report. of the fixtures. Uh, people want to see this, the demise of Liverpool, mm. uh, you know. Uh, but I think Klopp and Liverpool and Liverpool fans will be happy that they're playing Napoli with really nothing at stake other than pride because both teams have secured qualification into the knockout stages. I think that's the only positive. Uh, Liverpool will be trying to redeem themselves because this season in the local league in the Premier League has gone from bad to worse. It, it certainly has and also they want to uh, sort of defend home ground as it were. Uh, Anfield was was breached at the weekend. They want to bounce back from that. Uh, so Klopp I think will be hurt. He'll be hungry and want this team to be exactly the same. So hopefully they can get a result tonight. But it's going to be tough against a very good Napoli side. Yeah, tough against a very good Napoli side. Well, it's tough on us because we have to leave. But we'll be back with you tomorrow five past six on a wacky Wednesday with more of the same the top stories coming out of the world of sport local as well as international don't miss out on another UEFA Champions League during the beautiful game well, for now may God richly bless you that's my story and I'm sticking to it Manandi out and it's Messi it is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet the biggest sports stories Chelsea UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mandel, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.